Awesome. So this morning, I, um, you know, like first, first service of the year, and I was like, okay, God, what is important? Like, what, what do you, you know, want me to say? What's a good, you know, first Sunday message at the start of the year? And I really just felt God highlighting to me the thing about hospitality. So this morning, we're going to speak about hospitality. And I really, my, the aim of this message is really just to encourage us to open our homes to one, to one another as we start the year. Really just to have open homes for one another, but also for, uh, for, for visitors, for people that we don't know, um, for anyone actually that comes through those doors. Because those are people that God sends to us, right? And um, he wants us to look after them and, and to open our homes to, to them. And I really want to show you out of the Bible how to have open homes. I feel very far, just hold on. Yes, be one, yeah. <laughs> um, <clears throat> out of the Bible, how, how open homes is really his heart and how he wants us to be hospitable. Because when we open our homes... It really brings glory to God. When we open our homes, when we have people in our homes, it brings glory to God. And that's, that should be what we aim to achieve. Um, I do think we do this quite well. So this is not, I don't think this is a weak muscle at all. It's just more of an encouragement. As we come out of the holiday season, let's be people with open homes. So I want to start with John, 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 John 14, 23. Jesus replied, if anyone loves me, he will obey my teaching. My Father will love him, which is profound, and we will come to him and make our home with him. Um, and the Greek word for home in this passage is munei. I hope I'm pronouncing it right. And that means a room or a dwelling place. You know, and that word dwelling place for me is so much more intimate than a house. You know, if we speak about a house, we mean the walls and the structure and the foundations and the roof and whatever else. But a dwelling place is so intimate. Um, and this, this scripture for me is so profound because it speaks about God coming into our innermost being, into our dwelling place. It's so intimate. And Him coming into our home and He can see all the rooms. He can see our bedrooms, our kitchen, lounge, uh, the rooms that we don't want other people to see. If you have small kids, when people come to visit, you just pull that door closed so that people can't see it. But God sees everything. He sees our innermost being, and He, and he comes and He stays in all our rooms of our heart. Um, and that is so intimate. Um, and where it says there, my Father will love Him. I mean, that is good news, right? That that God is a Father who loves us, and He comes and He makes His home in us. Not, it's, it's not a house, it's, it, it, it's a home. Um, and a dwelling place or a home is a place where we, are our, when, where we are ourselves, where we are relaxed, and where we can actually just ultimately enjoy His presence. And the purpose of Him making His home in us is ultimately so that we can enjoy Him. That is the first and fourth, I mean, out of that place, a, a bunch of other stuff happens. But if we love Him, if we obey Him, He comes and He makes His home in us, and we get to enjoy Him. We get to enjoy His presence. And that brings Him glory. Um, the same word, dwelling place, is used in the following scripture, John 14, 2. 
in my father's house are many rooms. So that house speaks of a dwelling place. It's not the structure. It's an it's a intimate place. If it were not so, I would have told you, I'm going there to prepare a place for you. So Jesus speaks about how he's going back to the Father, and he's preparing not a house, not a structure, but a dwelling place, an intimate place for us. Um, and again, that is so much more intimate than a house, a place where we are one day going to be in his presence when we, are, we, are, we will see him face to face. And this really, for me, speaks about the love of God for us. That Jesus prepares a special place for us is quite remarkable. I mean, if, if you just think about that, firstly, he makes his home in us, which is the God of the universe, a loving father makes his home in us, but also that he prepares a place for us for one day, also intimate place for us one day. That is remarkable, and we should be excited for that. That's my child screaming in the background. Just um, So... The first thing that I want to say is we can only be hospitable because God was first hospitable to us. He comes and he makes his home in us and he prepares a home for us. We can only love God and we can only love other people because God first loved us. So we see that God is extremely, extremely hospitable to us. He, 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 he makes his dwelling place in us. He goes and prepares a dwelling place for us. And because God is like that for us, we should be like, like that for other people. Um, so I now want to show you just how God actually instructs us. It's not a, if you want to, it's actually a commandment to be hospitable or to show hospitality to others. In Romans 12 verse 13, Paul says, Share with God's people who are in need. Practice hospitality. Practice hospitality. That's an ongoing thing. That's not... Once, once a year when we have the 412 conference, it's practicing hospitality. The Living Translation interprets this verse in the following way. When God's children are in need, you be the one to help them out. And get into the habit. What is a habit? It's something that we consistently do. Get into the habit of inviting guests home for dinner or if they need lodging for the night. So just want to read it again. When God's children are in need, you be the one to help them out and get into the habit of inviting guests for home for dinner or if they need lodging for the night. And I've been just reading some, some things people say about this verse and William MacDonald, who is a scholar, whatever, he says the following about this verse. <clears throat> Hospitality is a lost art. Small homes and apartments are used as excuses for not receiving Christians passing through. Perhaps we don't want to face the added work or the inconvenience, but we forget that we, when we entertain God's children, it is the same as if we were entertaining the Lord himself. Our homes, not our houses, our homes, our dwelling places, should be like the home in Bethany where Jesus loved to be. And that home in Bethany refers to Martha and Mary's home. Jesus loved going there. So just some thoughts on just the above what William MacDonald said. So I don't... I don't necessarily agree with him where he says he mentions hospitality to people passing through. I don't think that's the only time we should be hospitable. We should be hospitable to one another and to, to people coming through those doors, not just when people pass through. Um, also, don't really agree with the word entertain. We, like it's, we shouldn't entertain one another. It's not, we don't put up a show for one another. You, know, you don't come into my house and then my five-year-old daughter, she does a dance and 
and I, you know, I might buy you a steak, but that's not, I'm not going to entertain you. It's hosting. We host one another just as we host God's presence, just as His dwelling place is in us. So we host one another. It's not entertaining. We, it's, it's not a show or a performance. Um, yeah, that's not what the word, in, entertaining is not what the word dwelling place means for, for me. We are called to invite each other into our homes, into all our rooms, not to just to put up a show or to entertain. <clears throat> because the reality is almost all people these days, especially in Cape Town, we don't, I mean, some of us do, but, the, but most people will stay in small places or apartments or small houses, etc. And that should never be an excuse not to host people. Like God uses what we have in order to, to, to bless others. I remember um, in this holiday, I had to kind of deal with this. Um, really just felt God say to me this, this holiday that I should, be, that, that, that I should um, open my home more for people. And I was like, okay, God, but you know, like... I, I'm going full-time now. I would love to have like an open home. I would love to have like a bigger house, you know, to host more people and to have stuff at my house. So God, give me a bigger house. And um, I just actually felt so convicted because, um, well, first, yeah, I, to be honest, I was pressuring myself a bit to always make sure that my house is clean and perfect, you know, for when people come. And it's impossible. I have two kids under five and I have three dogs and I don't have a big place, so it's almost impossible to always have it perfect. And God actually, he came and actually convicted me, and he actually, he, he actually settled my heart as well. But he convicted me because it's not biblical to think that we have to be perfect in order for God to use us. I mean, nowhere in the Bible is that ever true. God always uses the imperfect for his glory and for his purposes. Thanks. Rent the crowd over here. Thanks. Um, so even if you stay in a small place, even if, you, if you're in an apartment or whatever it is, be hospitable because God uses the imperfect, the small places um, for His glory and for His purposes. Um, I remember Andrew's, um, he, he'll tell the story in, in the early days, um, Melani, I don't know if you guys know Melani, she's also on his team. She'll invite them for supper, but she won't have money, so she'll cook rice for them, rice and salt, and that will be what they eat for supper, rice and salt, because it's not about the meal. It's about being to, together, hosting one another. Um, in Hebrews 13, verse 2, so that's NIV. I just want to read the ESV. It says, let brotherly love continue. Do not neglect to show hospitality to strangers. For thereby some have entertained angels unawares. And the Bible in Psalm, the Bible says God puts the lonely into family. So we should also, we should be hospitable towards one another, to people we know. But we also should be hospitable to anyone who God sends through those doors. Because um, the church is, is His plan. We call to love one another. The Bible says that the, like, it will be a witness to the world, the love that we have for one another. So when God sends people through those doors, because we, we, we do pray. We pray, God, send us people. We want to see people get saved. And we, and we should pray that. But when he sends people through the door, then we should, we should host them. And we should be hospitable towards them. Um, so it's not only people you know, it's people you don't know that, that you should be hospitable towards. In 1 Peter 4, verse 7 to 10, 
says the following. The end of all things is at hand, which means end times. We are at the end. Therefore, be self-controlled and sober-minded for the sake of your prayers. Above all, keep loving one another earnestly, since love covers a multitude of sins. Show hospitality to one another without grumbling. As each has received a gift, use it to serve one another as good stewards of God's varied grace. Now, Peter mentions in this passage that the end of all things is, is at hand. In, in, in other words, he, I mean, this was 2,000 years ago, whatever, and he, he, he was feeling we in the end times. And I mean, if he felt that back then, we're way closer now. So you, you would think, <clears throat> you know, because Peter believes we, we, we are coming towards the end of this age, he would mention the most critical things that people should do, you know? If I, not, if I know the world's going to end tomorrow and I have one chance to, to speak to you, I would probably mention the things that I think is the most important, right? Um, and then he mentioned, be hospitable. So it was so important for Peter, he could have said anything, you know? But he said, be, I mean, there's other stuff that, he, I mean, go, you can go study that, that passage. There's a, there's a few other things he says as well, like self-control and sober mind, etc. But verse 9, show hospitality to one another without grumbling. Sure. That is, um, you know, that's quite convicting for me. So, Peter was encouraging this church to be hospitable and to have open homes to one another, especially as the angels near. Um. And I, I, I mean, we're in the same boat, right? I mean, Jesus is coming back soon. Um, so this, in, this encouragement from him is also for us, that as the days are getting shorter, we should be hospitable to one another. So let's be people who are generous with our space and our homes. Yeah, so I mean, this is a um, very short message. I just really just wanted to in, encourage you guys. So in closing, God is extremely gracious towards us in that he is hospitable towards us. If we believe in him, then he makes his home in us and he puts us into family. <clears throat> and he commands us then out of scripture to also be people who open up our dwelling places, our homes for, for others. And like I say, we do do this well, but I really just want to encourage all of us to just continue being hospitable this year. Not to shrink back, not to think, oh, my house is too small, or I don't have any, you know, thing to give, or I can't serve like, you know, like, a, you know, I keep saying steak, I don't know why, but I can't serve a steak. <coughs> I might just be hungry, yeah. Um, but let's just, yeah, op, yeah, let's have people in our dwelling places where we don't entertain one another, but we just host one another. We do life together in, in our homes.